welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devat Torah called Pashas Besharach, the purpose of prayer. Shalom to everyone. This week's parsha, the famous parsha, Parshas Besharach, where we have unbelievable episodes in the parsha. We have the splitting of the sea, and later we have the man coming from the sky to the HaKadosh Buch who orchestrated from Israel. But I want to speak about the next episode in the Parsha, which is when Israel came to the Fidim and there was no water to drink. So they came and they complained to Moshe Rabbeinu. That, and the, the Pasuk does say to us that they were pretty much dying of thirst. They were very, very thirsty. Thirsty for water, which implies they were on the verge of almost dying from, from lack of water. And uh, Moshe Rabbeinu comes to Hashem and he says to HaKadosh Buhu, what's going on? Please, please, they're all coming to complain to me and soon they're going to kill me. They're going to stone me. So please, help me out. And HaKadosh Buhu indeed does. And there's another miracle with a staff and it's been, as the Pasuk says, he hits it on the on the stone, on the sela, the tzu, and then water comes out, and it was a big miracle, etc., etc. I want to share with you a moradik or a over here that I think will change your whole outlook about tefillah and the importance of uh, tefillah. The Orchaim HaKadosh asked two bomb questions. He says the following. I don't understand. He says, Why would HaKadosh Buhu bring Bnei Israel to such a strong nisayon. Struck, such a strong nisayon. What a test. They're dying of thirst, as the Pasuk says. And the Orchaim says that if you think about it in your mind, if you think about it in your mind, if a person's dying of thirst, that is such a diff- difficult thing to, to go through, that can easily, not easily, but it could potentially lead a person to kfira, to not believing in Hashem. Why would Hashem put them in such a position? That's question number one. Question number two is on Moshe Rabbeinu's way of acting. Harei, Moshe Rabbeinu knows the best way, the best one can do is to daven to Hashem in times of uh, need, in times of tzar, in pain. And that's exactly what he did just before the splitting of the sea. When the Mitzrim were running after them, the old, so he, he daven to Hashem. So what's going on over here that instead of davening to Hashem, it almost sounds like the only thing he's worried about is the fact that he's going to get stoned by, by the nation. He didn't care about... It sounds like, says the Ocham HaKadosh, it sounds like he didn't care about the fact that Pnei Israel were in such pain and sorrow and, uh, and they're, they're so thirsty, dying of thirst. Instead, he cares about the fact that soon they're going to come and, and, and stone me. And he doesn't even daven for Pnei soil. What's going on? Oh, Chaim HaKadosh answers with such a cornerstone, foundation concept for what tefillah is all about. And he says the following. I'm going to, I have to quote only this one line on oh, no, Chaim HaKadosh and I'll explain. Hashem tested them. Why? Because he wanted to give them guidance to guide them that this should trigger them to guide them because he was hoping that this would trigger them to dav to look up to Hashem and dav into Hashem 
כי זה עיקר גדול באמונה ובהשלמה סנפש, because this is a very main, main thing in our אמונה, in הקדוש ברוך הוא, and it's not only our אמונה בקדוש ברוך הוא, it's even more than that, way more than that, and that is to fulfill our נפש. In order to ensure that we're 100% in sync and connected to HaKadosh Mokhu, we have to daven to Hashem. And not just to look at tefillah as it's a mechanism of a way for us to press on the button and get from Hashem what we're asking Him for, but rather that is a connector, a binder. It's the way we can connect Hashem and fill up our spiritual side. And that was the whole purpose of this Nisayon. With this Yisoyed, This concept, the Ruch Haim HaKadosh, answers everything. Why? Because he says the following. HaKadosh Buhu put them in this position to ensure, he wanted to make sure and, and that they will it'll push Bnei Yisrael to Davin Tashem, please help us get us water. Through that, they're filling up. They're re-energizing themselves spiritually, and they're connecting to Hashem, and also they'll be able to get the water through that mechanism of Davin Tashem. Unfortunately, instead, the more pressure Hashem applies, applied on them, and they became more and more thirsty, the more they triggered everything, the trigger was that they were focusing on getting upset on Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu, on the other hand, realized, he read the map, he realized what's going on, he knows the importance of tefillah, but he also knows and realized that that is a Kaddish Buhu's plan. It's not going to help if he davens this time. Hashem wanted Bnei Yisrael to daven to Hashem, to connect to Hashem through that way. And Nochaim brings many, many proofs to this Yisoyed from the Parsha, that that was the Nisayon. And, uh, it, and later on the Pesukim says, Isn't Hashem within you? Hashem bekirbeinu. You see, all the time, that was the Nisayon. HaKadosh Buhu wanted to get them and push them to daven to Him. Because that's what Hashem wants, as we know. HaKadosh Buhu misavel, itfiloi samshel avois, Why did HaKadosh Buhu make the, the mothers barren? So that the, because he really wanted them to, the, to, to daven to HaKadosh Buhu, to connect him. And so too here, Hashem wanted and yearned that Bnei Yisrael will daven to him. That's going to be good for them and good for the connection with HaKadosh Buhu. Moshe Rabbeinu realized that. He said, I can't do anything over here. I have to sit idle on the side. It's all, they have to help themselves. They have to connect Hashem. They have to come to this realization on their own. To daven to HaKadosh Buhu. I can't do anything over here. However, Moshe Rabbeinu also saw, whoa, the more, the more forces applied on Bnei Yisrael, the more they're thirsty, they're, it's going to trigger them to, to stone me. What's going to happen? Shkoyach, that there's a plan over here, but the intermediate part of the plan is going to be that they're just going to take it out on me. HaKadosh Bochu, please help. And Hashem did help. But with that, we understand what was going on. Why HaKadosh Bochu tried, did such a strong, extremely sayon, He was hoping it wouldn't, be, it wouldn't have to get to such an extreme, but it did. But the whole idea was to try to get them to daven to Hashem, because davening is just, it's not just a tool to ask the Kaddish Buhu to help us and get what we need, but rather it's a tool to connect, to fill our spiritual side and to connect to Kaddish Buhu more. What this says, the Or Chaim HaKadosh, were Marviach, another answer to a question he had. He said, how can it be this such a nation that witnessed, this generation witnessed huge miracles, Kriyas, Yamsuf, and all the plagues, and everything. How could they not daven to Hashem? What's going on over here? So he answers, and the answer to his question, they know what davening can do. When you scream to Hashem, that's what saved them from Mitzrayim. That HaKadosh Baruch heard their screams. HaKadosh Baruch heard their screams, that's what helped them. The screaming represents davening. 
So why didn't the, how a, a, a generation that knows the importance of davening? What happened? And the answers, but that, he answers that perhaps they re, they didn't realize this concept how important tefillah is to connect to Hashem. They trust Hashem. They had emunah bitachon in Hashem, which is very important. Which we saw that was part of the whole idea with the man. And Noah Chaim HaKadosh says that, that HaKadosh Buch on purpose didn't give them man once a month. But almost every day he gave them. Why? Because that will ensure the connection to HaKadosh Buch every day. Looking up to Hashem, hoping that the man will fall again, davening to Hashem. That continues the wave of tefillah and connection to Hashem. So to hear, Hashem wanted them to connect to HaKadosh Buch And that's why he didn't give them water. He wanted them to ask for it, to connect to Hashem. Their mistake was that they said, says Noah HaKadosh, they said, we already know Hashem runs the world, and Hashem's in charge of us. Everything will be taken care of. We don't need to daven to Hashem. Obviously, HaKadosh Buhu took us out of Mitzrayim. Why would He bring us to a desert? Obviously, He's within us. He's going to take care of us. We don't have to worry. We don't have to daven to Hashem. Hashem says, no, I need you to daven for me, because that is the way I created the spiritual world. That has That is how I created the world. You have to connect. It's going to be good for your nefesh, for your spiritual side. You need to fill yourself up and connect to me. And you can only do that through davening. Not in order to achieve the result you want, but rather that in itself, that process of davening is an end of its own. It's not just a means. It has two hats. It's a means. It has two two purposes. One is a means to try to get what we want, because we daven to Hashem, of course, because we only ask for things that will help us get closer to Hashem. But also, in itself, the mechanism of davening to connects us to Hashem. Yeratzon that will take this idea with us and realize the importance and chashivus of davening takadish not just as a mechanism of getting what we really want, but the process itself is is the process itself is what's important. It fills us up our spiritual side and helps us helps us connect takadish I would like to take this opportunity to add a story about someone that had. A Obviously, evidently from the story, a lot of emunah in Bitochen Ba'kadosh Bochu. The story happened a couple, two, three weeks ago. It's very popular. Maybe everyone knows it by now, but I'll still say it for those of you that didn't hear it. I heard it probably third hand, so I'm probably not saying all the details accurate. But somewhere in America a couple weeks ago, there was a yeshiva or something of that sort in a very public area. And across the street from the yeshiva was a big board for marketing and every couple of months, they switch it to something, some different advertisement. One time, one of the students or rebbe's came to the school, to the yeshiva, and he sees across the street something that's very not modest. He says, "This is not matim. How can we? How can I allow such a thing like this to happen?" So he goes to the store across the street. That's the owner of this bulletin board for the marketing, and he says, "Please, you got to take this off." They go, "Sorry, it's already taken for the next three months. They paid, paid us a lot of money." So, I don't remember the numbers, but he said, what do you mean? How how much did they pay you? They said, 50 bucks, 50 bucks a day or 50 bucks a week. I don't remember. So, he did cheshbon nefesh and he realized that it's it's going to be such a chilu Hashem to have such a thing and the effects it can have. And he said, that's it. I'm gonna, He did a cheshbon calculation, how much money he has saved. And he said, okay, I want it off. You have it now for the next three months. I'll take it for the next three months. I'll pay a hundred bucks a day. And that's what he did. Why? Because the person had a muno bitachon and Hashem. He said, what do I have money for? To do Torah Mitzvah, this opportunity came to my hand. I think it's very important. And that's what he did. 
blindly trust the Kodesh Buchu and did what he thought was Ritzon Hashem. But then the, the owner said to him, okay, but what do you want instead to put on the advertisement? So he said, ah, it doesn't matter, just leave it blank. He goes, I can't leave it blank. That will make it cheap. No one would want to buy the next one. The next opportunity to put marketing on, on the on the board. So he said, okay. So just, how many days did I take it for? Three months, 30 times 390. Just start counting down. Every day I want a different sign. 90, 89, 87, etc. He goes, okay. Meanwhile, everyone's driving on the street and every day they see a countdown. 85, 84, 50, 49. No one's understanding what's happening. And suddenly... One day, I don't know what day it was, around, let's say, 55, 43, whatever it was, he gets a call from Coca-Cola saying, listen carefully, we don't know what you are planning on putting on the last day on that board, but we're willing to give you a big sum of money, whatever it was, $800,000, to give us that opportunity. And I think he did that. And So you see what happens. HaKadosh Buhu took care of him. He blindly trusted HaKadosh Buhu, and HaKadosh Buhu took took care of him, and I want to end off, with, this is also in our Parsha, with the man, when the man came from the sky, and everyone had exactly what they needed to eat, exactly what they wanted to taste like, they got exactly, they didn't need to go afterwards to the washroom, nothing, everything was perfect. HaKadosh Buhu told Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu told Aaron, please, take one amount of this man, and put it in the Aaron, in the Mishkan, so everyone will remember and will keep it forever in the Senate and will show everyone, you see this? Don't ever say, oh no, how is Hashem going to take care of me? What about Parnas? Am I going to have enough money for, my, for the kids, food? Everything's taken care of. Look, we're in the desert. Even in the desert, HaKadosh took care of all of us and in this miraculous way. So you, realize, you should realize everything's Mishamayim. No one should make the mistake of Kochi Yadi. It's not us, it's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Yenir Hashem, through the Tefillahs, will connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Yenir Hashem, Bizoiche to the Geula, which we so badly need in these days, B'Mirabi Amenu. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Dr. Asaf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com This podcast was produced for free by Eddie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Le Bastiano, Yaakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Toyev, Yisak Isaac, Ben Moshe.